In the mood for hot coffee? When you are, nothing else will satisfy. Coffee has a flavor, an aroma, a deep-down satisfying goodness all its own. And our coffee has something extra, the care with which we brew and serve it. You'll enjoy the show more while you're enjoying steaming hot coffee. Come and get yours now. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll enjoy some nice hot coffee. I'll share some things that are on my mind. We'll hear from Herb Gordon, have some songs about hybrid equines, and solve a mystery. Last week, listener Rich in Illinois requested Going to Heaven on a Mule by Herb Gordon and his orchestra. Herb Gordon made a couple dozen records between 1928 and 1933, and I have most of them, but not that one. I'd like to give Herb his own segment, but there is next to nothing known about him or his orchestras. Nonetheless, he might just get his own segment sometime. There are several other recordings of Going to Heaven on a Mule, including this one by Gus Arnheim and his orchestra. Thank you. 
My goodness, yes. Recorded in Liederkranz Hall on April 10, 1930, that's the King Oliver Orchestra and Mule Face Blues, written by Dave Nelson and King Oliver. I don't know who wrote the arrangement, but I love the bell chords in the beginning. Mule Face Blues was preceded by Fletcher Henderson's orchestra with Robert King's Go Long Mule, complete with mule braying sound effects. Columbia 228-D was recorded October 7, 1924. Robert King wrote dozens of tunes between 1900 and the early 30s, sometimes under the pseudonyms Mary Earle and Betty Chapin. I don't believe he's had his own birthday segment, but that will change in September. We started the show with Jimmy Newell, who was going to heaven on a mule, with Gus Arnheim and his orchestra. Brunswick 6751 was recorded in Los Angeles on December 13, 1933. Although Jimmy Knoll was only 22 when this recording was made, he had already been singing the year before with the Phil Harris Band at the Coconut Grove Nightclub at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles. Going to Heaven on a Mule was written by Al Dubin and Harry Warren. And just in case you're a contestant on Jeopardy and it comes up, remember that a mule is the offspring of a male donkey and a female horse, as opposed to a hinny, the product of a female donkey and a male horse. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. I'm sad to report that last month, Carlos José Sánchez Jaramillo died in Medellín, Colombia, at age 83. He wasn't a music composer or artist, but was very famous, not as himself, but as the character he portrayed in TV commercials for Colombian coffee, Juan Valdez. The Juan Valdez ad campaign was created by New York agency Doyle Dane Birnbach in 1959, and Sanchez was actually the second Juan Valdez following the original, Cuban actor José Duval, who played the part from 1959 to 1969. Sanchez retired from the role in 2006, and the current Juan Valdez is Carlos Castaneda, who actually owned a coffee plantation himself. 
So, in honor of all the Juans Valdez, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about, of course, Mocha Java.
most men tell dove tales, and each parade brings dove tales. You've heard each known way. This way is my own way. You're the sail of my love boat. You're the captain and crew. You will always be my necessity. I'd be lost without you. Whenever we're dining out and the server asks if I'd like cream with my coffee, my wife quickly answers for me, saying, No, I'm the cream in his coffee. Most of the time the comment is met with a blank stare, but once in a while we're surprised that the server gets the reference to the De Silva, Brown, and Henderson song, which we just heard performed by Emmett Miller and his Georgia Crackers, from OK41182. That record will be having its 90th birthday soon, recorded January 19, 1929. We started that Jamoka set with Rudy Green's Manhattan Madcaps and Hot Coffee from Jeanette 6457, waxed April 21, 1928, with the vocal by Al Lynch. Rudy Green was actually violinist Rudy Greenberg, who led Carl Fenton's orchestra in public. And, of course, you remember that Carl Fenton was a pseudonym for Gus Henschen, director of Brunswick's studio band. Oh, sure you can't stay for more coffee? It's late, and Jim never has a second cup. You know, I'd love another cup.
famishing, it's just a simple thing. I've only one ambition, to have the right to bring you your coffee in the morning and kisses in the night. It makes no difference where we decide to live as long as I'm the one, dear, who's always gonna give you your coffee in the morning and kisses in the night. The wedding bells sound sad and dirty. I'm waiting for those bells to chime. Cause with the benefit of clergy, we'll be together all the time. There are a few things you may dislike in me, but you can count on two things that I will guarantee, dear. Your coffee in the morning and kisses in the night. Lou Stone and his band at the Café Anglais, London, February 15, 1934, with Coffee in the Morning, Kisses in the Night. Harry Warren wrote the tune, and you probably recognize the vocalist singing the Al Dubin lyrics as Al Boley. Coffee in the Morning, Kisses in the Night is heard in the 1934 20th century picture Moulin Rouge, where it's sung by the film's star, Constance Bennett. The original Indiana Five started the second half of this musical coffee break with Coffee Pot Blues from January of 1927. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. Last week, in connection with the segment on Georgia's statehood, I mentioned Georgia on My Mind, the standard written by Hoagie Carmichael, and Georgia's official state song. Since then, I've had on my mind the question of whether that song refers to the state or to a woman. Let me know your opinion, won't you? Oh, and by the way, here are some other things on my mind. Thank you. 
on my mind I find I can't write the word Eyes of blue, la la lee Red lips too, la la lee With you on my mind I find I can't write the word I used to dream of a Spanish castle It smacks of real love, the Spanish castle I got a rhyme for a Spanish castle Grass or grove around the castle Stars above you, da da dee Dear, I love you
I never fret or worry. I just forget to hurry. Night will come and then we will meet again. Nothing on my mind but kissing. I'm missing all day. Nothing on my mind but squeezing and pleasing things to say. So busy thinking of you, waiting to say I love you. Nothing on my mind but the moonlight, the starlight, and you. Ted Weems in his orchestra with vocalist Parker Gibbs, who has nothing on his mind. Well, other than the moonlight, the starlight, and you. Nothing on My Mind was composed by Ted Fiorito with the lyrics by Gus Kahn. That Victor 78, number 21364, was made April 5, 1928. Before Parker Gibbs, it was a lovely vocal duet by Billy Murray and Aileen Stanley, In My Heart, On My Mind, All Day Long. Harry Ruby wrote the tune, Bert Kalmar the words, and that Victor 78, number 18855, was recorded December 6, 1921. Johnny Hamp and his orchestra recorded With You on My Mind, I Find I Can't Write the Words, on August 13, 1931, with the vocal by tenor Andrew G. Freeman, but both takes were rejected. The band was back in the studio a couple of weeks later on August 26, this time with Chick Bullock, and Take 3 was issued on Victor 22795. I Can't Write the Words was written by Buddy Fields and Gerald Marks. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all of the top five podcast directories and part of the Global Community Radio Network. I mentioned earlier that Herb Gordon might be getting his own segment, but I didn't know it would be quite so soon. Over the past 18 years, I've played only four of Herb Gordon's records, most recently Reaching for Someone in January of last year. There's virtually nothing known about Herb Gordon himself and little about the orchestra. They made their first recordings in 1928 for Brunswick, billed as Herb Gordon's Hotel Adelphia Whispering Orchestra. They were back in the Brunswick studios in 1929 as Herb Gordon and his Hotel Ten Eyck Whispering Orchestra. In 1931 and 32, they were heard regularly on the NBC Red Network, and in 1933, they made four sides for the American Record Corporation, as Herb Gordon and his orchestra issued on dime store labels. They were again heard over the airwaves on CBS in 1938, and at the Onondaga Hotel in Syracuse, New York, and the Crystal Ballroom in Andover, Massachusetts. Here's Herb Gordon. Thank you. 
Sweet 17, sweet 17, that's what I call my baby. Sweet 17, sweet 17, she is my queen bee baby. She's so refined, she doesn't mind if I become unruly. To her I'm a king, her everything, that's how she loves yours truly. Each time she laughs, her heart telegraphs a message I love to hear. Each time her eyes are turned to the skies, the dark clouds disappear. She makes life content a hundred percent, no in-between or maybe. I'm rather keen for Sweet Seventeen, Sweet Seventeen, my baby. Thank you. 
love with someone who won't care for you, it isn't right. But then it's true, the things you want the most are hard to get. You will scheme a thousand schemes, but then it seems that all your schemes are only dreams. The things we want the most are hard to get. Then someday you'll go mad, and very soon you'll start talking to the moon. Days and nights are filled with deep regret. When you open up your eyes, you soon get wise, and all too late you realize the things we want the most are hard to get. have two different Herb Gordon orchestras with three different vocalists. We just heard Herb Gordon and his Hotel Ten Ike Whispering Orchestra with the vocal by Billy Ross, and The Things We Want the Most Are Hard to Get, recorded in October of 1929. That was written by Al Bryan and George W. Meyer and was the theme song for the first national Vitaphone picture, Hard to Get. The original nine-story Hotel Ten Eyck was built in 1899 in Albany, New York, and was known as the Grand Dame of State Street. That record was preceded by Eddie Thomas with Herb Gordon's Hotel Adelphia Whispering Orchestra and Joanne. That was recorded September 21, 1928, and Joanne was written by Abner Silver, Maceo Pinkard, and Sam Ward. As you might guess, the Hotel Adelphia was located in Phil, Adelphia on Chestnut at 13th Street. And we began our tribute to Herb Gordon back at the Ten Eyck with Sweet 17, written by Edgar Leslie and Lou Donaldson. Scrappy Lambert was the vocalist on that May 21, 1929 recording issued on Brunswick 4394. Doing our part to keep alive the music of the 1920s and 30s, this is Rapidly Rotating Records, Sunday evenings at 6 on KISL-FM 88.7 Avalon, and available anytime on demand online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. been a fan of Peter Shickley and PDQ Bach since the 1960s, and I'm sure many of you are as well. My wife and I have had the pleasure of seeing him in person a number of times, most recently back in 2010 with the Armadillo String Quartet. Following that concert, I devoted a segment of the show to a piece of music by PDQ Bach. That show is not in the website archive, yet anyway. So unless you were listening live to KISL at the time, you haven't heard it. So I'm going to replay a portion of that March 7th, 2010 show. Last week I also had the pleasure of attending a concert of the Armadillo String Quartet in Pasadena, California, playing the music of PDQ Bach with Professor Peter Schickley himself. One of the pieces they played was PDQ Bach's Schleptet in E-flat major, the last movement of which is the presto Hey Nani Nanio. I don't usually play contemporary recordings, but I'm going to play that now, as performed by Evirtuosi di Hoople, and afterwards I'll tell you why. Hey. 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 
was the Presto Hey Nani Nanio by P.D. Kubak, and the reason I played that was so that you could compare and contrast it to the following vintage recording by the Miami Dance Orchestra. The Jazz Miami Dance Orchestra, led by René Desmarais from a 1926 French Pathé 78 and New Charleston. That was written by Raoul Moretti and is from his 1925 operetta, Trois Jeunes Filles Nues, which translates as Three Nude Girls. It debuted in Paris and opened here in the U.S. at Jolson's 59th Street Theater on March 4, 1929, but ran for a mere eight performances. One can't help notice the remarkable similarity between that piece and Hey Nani Nanio, the fifth movement from PDQ Box Schleptet in E-flat major. So why am I bringing this all to your attention again after all these years? Well, I was very happy to see that Professor Shickley has been on Facebook since December, and I was able to ask him if it could possibly be that the recording of New Charleston was the inspiration for the PDQ Bach piece. I received a quick reply to my query, and he said he could certainly see how one might think that, but he confirmed that in fact New Charleston was not the inspiration for the Hey Nani Nanio. With that burning question settled, I would like to direct you to Peter Shickley's website, shickley.com, S-C-H-I-C-K-E-L-E, and to his Facebook pages, Peter Shickley and PDQ Bach. He's also on Twitter, at ShickleyPeter. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention.
Thank you. 